Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. And a good morning to you on a Wednesday, February 12th, 2020, uh, day after the New Hampshire primary. Whoa, what happened to me there? New Hampshire primary, um, in which uh, Pete Buttigieg and, uh, and Sanders continue to uh, hold the two top spots uh, very tight. Uh, race and uh, Joe Biden continues his uh, slide into uh, I would imagine um, ob oblivion. Are we coming through okay? Um, it, you can't perform as Biden has in these first two races uh, and and survive. And uh, all the black people in the world in South Carolina are not going to uh, pull him back. Uh, so, uh, boy, I, I, <laughs> I find that the biggest uh, story. Um, also, um, Amy Klobuchar, who we spent some time talking about yesterday, uh, doing what she had to do to uh, maintain her presence as a potential uh, nominee. Uh, and... I, her problem is, is uh, she, uh, you know what it comes down to, and I heard, I heard some people arguing about it. It's money, and this is the awful thing about our, um, our corrupted democracy. I mean, corrupted in so many ways, but in in regards to how we elect people, it's all about who can amass, in many ways, the most money, so that they can put together a multi-state. Uh, operation and uh, Klobuchar being an extreme long shot uh, had to mind her, her pennies and uh, they only went as far as setting up uh, offices in the first two uh, states so she has no standing in uh, no presence in South Carolina which is next up nor Nevada no I guess Nevada's up and then uh, South Carolina and um, so money is what's uh, probably her biggest problem. Uh, money will be Joe Biden's big problem because he, after these losses, won't be able to attract more, probably. Um, all this makes Mike uh, Bloomberg's uh, chances um, look better. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a wild ride, guys. So uh, batten down the hatches and just keep remembering, whoever gets it, we work our tails off because the, the country is at extreme risk. And um, now that we have an exonerated president, an exonerated vindictive president. He always was vindictive, but uh, man, he is really showing it now. Um, he is trying to make very clear to anyone who would cross him that they will be finished. And very few people 
uh, have the the courage to stand up against that, not just threat, but certainty. So the big story today, even bigger than this primary, uh, is, is what happened um, with Bill Barr over at the Justice Department. This is frightening. I'm so sick of all the frightening stuff, but uh, Bill Barr has uh, taken control of the Justice Department, much like Trump has of the executive branch, and that is to say in an autocratic way. Um, in the past, attorney generals have not vetted every case, have not said nothing goes on without me signing off on it. Anything having to do with the president or presidential contenders must come through me. Uh, not backing his own professionals. Uh, the fact that four of these uh, seasoned uh, members of the Justice Department uh, quit the case uh, with Stone um, after his uh, bar's um, interference. Uh, that, you know, for career law lawyers to do uh, that kind of thing, first of all, does show courage in this climate. And uh, especially the one who just quit altogether, he quit the Justice Department. All four of those people have different stories, I'm sure, but they've all worked under um, other presidents and attorneys general. And the fact that so many people are willing to say no, I cannot, I, I cannot stand with this. My conscience, my sense of uh, of right and wrong, my 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 concern for the system of justice that has served this country relatively well. <laughs> um, you know, whatever this takes courage. It is, um, you know, this is the way totalitarian regimes work. They take control of the justice system. And we have seen that played out with uh, the failure of the Senate to do anything in the last three years other than sign off on every single Trump appointed judicial candidate. Um, the younger the better, the farther right the better. Whether or not uh, their fellows in the larger uh, legal community find them qualified, doesn't matter. So first you pack the courts with your people. And then you get an attorney general who does your bidding, who steps in when some of those under you dare to suggest and follow, by the way, the sentencing guidelines set out 
uh, I would imagine, by this same Justice Department. Uh, gee whiz. Trump has uh, tweeted out his gratitude to uh, the Attorney General. putting the lie to the fact that uh, there was no coordination. I mean, come on. No sooner. Will you stop? Anyway, excuse me. Um, Trump tweeted, Congratulations to Attorney General Bill Barr, this was this morning, for taking charge taking charge of a case that was totally out of control <laughs> and perhaps should not have even been brought. No, of course not. God knows it is no crime to lie to Congress to cover up a president's criminal conduct. That president goes on to say, evidence now clearly shows that the Miller, Mueller scam was improperly brought and tainted. Even Bob Mueller lied to Congress. Uh, some people, you know, um, those who hold elective office, they know the, that politics is essentially a blood sport. They uh, are more able to uh, deal, I would think, uh, with uh, Trump coming at them. But somebody like an immigrant patriot who bought and swallowed everything about the mythology of America being the shining city on a hill, like Lieutenant Colonel Binman. I just can't get out of my head his telling his worried father, don't worry, Dad. It'll be all right. This is not like Ukraine. This is not the Soviet Union. Truth matters here. It's America. I'll be okay. All I'm doing is telling the truth. And not only is Vinman not, not okay, but his brother, who had nothing to do with any of this, was also thrown out of his job, which bespeaks a level of vindictiveness and actually more than that, it's the kind of, again, behavior that you see in autocratic regimes. I'm going to get you, and I'm going to get your family. You do that, I'm going to take your brother down. The Vindmans 
I can't imagine the betrayal they feel about their belief in this country. I can't imagine. Here's Trump on Vindman. We sent him on his way to a much different location. And the military can handle him any way they want, suggesting that somehow he's committed a crime. And now the military should get on him. He did nothing. He responded to a subpoena from the Congress and went and pledged to tell the truth and told the truth and the truth was troublesome to the president. And the president then said, I guess this is a tweet, General Milley, that's the head of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley has him now. I congratulate General Milley. He can have him and his brother too. If you are not fearful about us losing this country, then you are not paying any attention. It's as simple as that. I want to thank uh, Kurt for sending me a, a piece uh, written obviously by some psychologist type. It's a piece addressed to all of us who are suffering from anxiety, depression, and all of that. Um, and just is intended to tell us we're not alone. I'll read a little bit of it. His, his, speaking of Trump, his cruelty, immaturity, lying, law-breaking, and harmful policies invade our daily routines and shock us every day. Every headline makes our heart race and we feel sick that he remains in office. We wonder what happened to our fellow Americans that they would elevate such a person to a position of power. We had thought we shared a common set of values with Republicans and could at least agree that this man's sociopathic behavior, his sordid past and lack of experience would disqualify him from office. And we wonder how now Republicans continue to support someone who is so, well, you fill in those blanks. And they go on to say that the psychological impact of Trump's presidency is real and uh, lasting. His actions, many of them, are unprecedented in uh, presidential history. Uh, his gaslighting uh, makes us, makes our heads want to explode. Um, and yes, there's a whole, millions of Americans, health is at risk. Higher blood pressure, anxiety, depression, 
And so this is a piece telling us you got to take care of yourself and here's how you do it. You got to remember that Trump does not represent the majority of the American people. Um, there are good things that happen in the world. Uh, the Civil War era was worse. We killed off six million Americans uh, in that little uh, family feud. And uh, at least we're not at that point yet again. Um, and they say you got to, you know, manage your social media exposure. Turn off the cable news. It's not meant to inform as much as it is to stir you up. Really try to wean yourself from it. Read news. Read news. Take it in yourself. It finishes up with Trump is drenched in cruelty. He is a self-obsessed criminal without a moral compass. So you have every right to feel affected by his actions. But Trump is an, a mentally unstable sociopath. So stop trying to rationalize his behavior and stop trying to talk people who support him out of their support. Not going to get anywhere. Do everything you can to ensure that he is voted out of office. So this unspeakably repulsive era will come to an end and uh, the country has a chance of finding its footing again. Um, somebody said no sound, but I take it that's been corrected. That was at 10.07. Everybody hearing me? I haven't had anybody else tell me that, so I'm going to assume we're okay. Surely you would have told me. Yeah. Um, little little things that maybe you haven't noticed, and I, I'm sorry to uh, bring this to your attention. <laughs> Even when Trump is not doing criminal things, by virtue of his having been elevated to the position of chief executive of our nation and the sprawling federal government, he be the CEO. So he has control of all of the agencies of the federal government. And while we freak out about whatever the news is focusing on that day. Other things have been happening every day in which those agencies now under his thumb are dismantling 
every kind of regulation that has been instituted in the last 20 years, if not longer. Probably one of the best in terms of its effect environmental legislation ever passed was the Clean Water Act. And that's been around for some time. Somebody, I, yeah, the Clean Water Act. Well, the Environmental Protection Agency under Donald Trump, which, as you know, is the not the Environmental Protection Agency anymore. It's the c corporate uh, uh, polluters uh, enforcement agency now. Um, they have pretty much jettisoned much of the Clean Water Act so that literally millions of miles of streams and waterways in this country that had been under its protection from polluters are not anymore. Forty-two million acres of wetlands, again, that's about half of all the wetlands in this country, are not under the Clean Water Act anymore because of the stroke of a pen by this administration. They came up with diff uh, rules. The Half of the wetlands have been removed because the Trump administration has decided, well, if they are not adjacent to larger waterways, we don't care about them, which means half of the wetlands in the United States have just been opened up to development. Now what happens when wetlands go away? I'll tell you what happens. A lot happens. A lot happens, first of all. I mean, in terms of species, uh, seeing their habitats go, that they're gone. Also for uh, people who love the outdoors, and I include hunters and fishermen and that kind of thing. Um, small streams in Arizona. The effect of what uh, Trump's e, uh, EPA and its new policy have done is mean that 83% of all of Arizona's streams will have no protection. No federal law will protect them. The reason being they don't run constantly. Arizona can, can, you know, in arid, more arid climes, there are streams, as we, heaven knows, we know around here that can be dry in certain weather and seasons and then can be rampaging rivers in others. The EPA has decided if you do not have running water all the time in a stream, we don't care about you anymore. That defines easily half of the streams in the United States. They are no longer under the Clean Water Act. In West Virginia, there will now be no federal protections for some 82 streams. Uh, in Arizona, 99% of all the lakes there, well, essentially all their lakes now have no protection. Filling in wetlands, which is what will happen now when developers see all of this property now that they can build on. 
will mean flood control issues and more flooding for the towns around these wetlands. Pollution. Okay, that's, you know, it's not all criminal activity. They've got the right. They run the federal government. And another one that just freaked me out, and I, I haven't brought it up because it seems so small, is there's been some edict that any new federal building that is built anywhere has got to be in a classical architectural style. In other words, with, you know, pillars and, and like an old, you know, it cannot be in any way, uh, you know, a modern uh, architecture. It has to simply look like a fake Roman temple. Now, I have to tell you, that sent chills because it reminded me of how Stalin and Hitler also made such decrees. They were against all modernism and they wanted a certain, yes, this classical style and they mandated it. And they started mandating art. Architecture is a form of art. So now we see the beginning of the su suppression of modernism, uh, seeing it as some kind of an assault on uh, traditional values. These are all canaries in the coal mine, all of these things. And we really don't need any canaries anymore, I don't think. I mean, it's, it's obvious what is happening. And if you turn that cable news off and instead seek out reliable news sources, you know, journalism, you will read about this kind of stuff and be more aware of how imperative it is to rid ourselves of these un-American, in every way, un-American, usurpers of our country. Hey, heads up, August Wilson Center, something coming up. It's a week from Friday, a week from this Friday, February 21st, uh, a one-woman show simply called Tubman. Yeah, uh-huh, we know who Tubman is. Harriet Tubman, uh, a woman of the hour in so many ways. And, but this is a very different theatrical experience because it imagines, reimagines Harriet Tubman as a young black woman.
in 21st century America. And it really zeroes in on what it is like to be a black girl in America at this time. And what happens to that girl in in this America? Uh, I don't know how the um, the uh, the woman who does this show has uh, ans- you know a- answers those questions, but it sounds like it would be fascinating. Um, it says, uh, by the way, I just want to read here. This play examines the centuries-old fight uh, of race, gender, and equality through a theatrical lens centered around the most influential female leaders in American history. That might be something very, very interesting to go to. That, another offering at the August uh, Wilson African American Cultural Center, and I would, uh, I would hope, please, uh, you treat yourself to this stuff. Somebody once sent me a, an email saying, "You know, I really love your show, but I, when you go into the art stuff, I tune out." I think, oh, geez, guy, broaden. One of the ways you broaden yourself is doing things that are out of your comfort zone. And I am always blown away when I go to a theatrical experience, and often I sort of have to be pulled to do it. You know, I'd much rather stay home and cuddle with my dog and watch a movie. Um, And then I am so grateful that I did it. So grateful. Because it expands your your head it expands your perception so the same person is saying still no sound and I even shut my computer off we got no other people saying that okay hi Ryan Dito hello hello everyone hello everyone Oh God! Well, you sound better. Yes, I'm. I'm completely healed from uh, from last time. Man. There's been this weird sickness kind of sweeping the office that's kind of just taken a lot of people out for about a day and a half each. Um, but that's, that's it. But that's because you're all young. It'd take me out for <laughs> probably three weeks and Infinity. end up in the ICU. <laughs> Jeez, scared of these people. There's a, it's like a petri dish back there. But it's not the flu, which is good, because I yeah, think a lot of us are worried that was the flu, so we've had a pretty terrible flu outbreak uh, yeah. this uh, this year in, in Allegheny County. We yeah. have? It's oh, been yeah, bad. Oh, yeah, it's bad. I think we've had seven deaths. From the flu? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Well, I think, is that higher than usual? Yeah. I think that it yeah, is. Yeah, it's one of the higher, one of the higher ones. So while had. everybody's worrying about this... Coronavirus, yeah. Okay, it's got a new name, though. Oh, that's Co- it. The Corona light virus. COVID... Is it COVID nineteen or something? See, they don't. I don't know. I don't know. They're, well, well, one <laughs> I, of the I've things is the World it. Health Organization is, you know, gave it a name, and mm. they didn't want to give it a name that 
besmirched, uh, you know, uh, it, like a popular beer. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 a geographic oh, area, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? right? Or right. or a scientific or I guess or or, or, like or pigs right? like swine flu. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it's COVID nineteen. Okay. Uh, COVID nineteen. Yes. Which I which I which Co actually. Co is like Corona. Okay. The vi is like virus. virus. Yeah. And D. Death. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's getting and worse I, though. I hear it's getting worse. Like it's 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 been it's been growing. You know, I don't. Yeah, you hear that? You're not tuned in yet. It's for no, some people. Am, this I is a, just a nightmare. Right. Well, Man. it's a, terrible for China. It's right. terrible for China. Right. But there's other. You know, the supply chain starts. There are factories in Thailand that have closed down because, mm. and there'll be factories here that'll close down if this continues because everything that people make has components wow. from China. Yeah. From China. Right. So. The ripple effect of that could be huge. Right. Well, that's too bad. I feel like these things are just, in the grand scheme of things, are just like um, nature always pushes back, right? You know, it, even even against humans who who have like, you know, for a lot of time have like totally conquested and totally like kind of pushed against, you know, back against nature more than any other species alive, well, right? Well, because we have the ability. Right, because yes, we're, right. we, we were, we're an amazing species in terms of our ability to uh, innovate and our ability to... Uh, Alter the you know, environment. Right, right. And, and, but for our selfish interests. Right, right. Which, which, which all animals do, but we're the best at it, you know? Like, um, and... Uh, I just think there's always these moments when nature pushes back, and then we kind of freak out, and we're like, "What?" Well, we're in a we're in more than a moment right. when when nature right. pushes right. back. Right, right, right. Oh my God! Anyway. But we'll we'll solve it. I we'll think. solve it. We'll solve it. Oh, good for you for thinking. We're that. innovative. We'll figure it out. Oh my God! We figured out all the other ones. Oh my God! See, this is young people's belief in technology. You think that somehow well, no, will history, solve it. historic. We, we've done it with every other thing except cancer, but that really only affects like the oldest of people. And honestly, so does coronavirus too, or COVID, or whatever it's called, right? It's mostly killing old people, right? Oh, and so we don't care about that. No, I'm just saying is that it's not... No, I don't know that it's only killing old people. Well, I mean, a yeah, lot maybe. of yeah. middle... I mean, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s are dying. What I'm saying is that people? that's, that's kind of natural, is that that's natural that there's something like cancer still exists. We haven't figured out how to cure cancer and heart disease and these other things that, that mostly affect older people. And so thus you really... They, you really... This is interesting to yeah. me. You think... You have faith in humanity... And its ability to 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 like to fix things right to like or or how can you or say or, that? or at least, no only when it comes to like health sciences you know I don't have any faith really? in their ability to like fix traffic because Americans are stupid oh, and they're oh god can we so get through one never, show never without you doing some bike lane thing yeah well it's not just bike lanes lanes bus lanes I know you know I know trains. All the good stuff, <laughs> um, but yeah, there there are certain things I have no faith in, and I'm extremely cynical about. But in terms of like the scientific ability to like push back and make big viruses like this less of a global issue, okay, you know, because this is a brand new virus; it's just discovered, right? I mean, 
gotta, you, you gotta give humans more than, you know, what is it like four weeks to figure out how to, how to, how to, how to end a virus, you know? Oh my God. But maybe not. Maybe we all die, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what can we do though? <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, Ellen, you scared me because here's the subject line tuning out. Uh-oh. I know. I thought, uh-oh. Ellen says, I have to say that I've never been on social media. I have no Facebook or Twitter accounts. That's good. Good job. I do not watch cable news. Except follow me on Twitter. Ryan Dito. At Ryan Dito. (laughs) I get most of my news from newspapers and public radio. That's good. But I still feel such anxiety. Oh, I was giving... Somebody said, turn off, don't go on social media, and you'll feel better. And she said, but... It. <laughs> I still feel such anxiety about Trump and what's going on. That's why a lot of people get onto Twitter, I think, is because they're really anxious about politics, and there's a lot more information, and it's a lot quicker on, on yeah, but Twitter. Yeah, it's, but it's, it, it becomes this sort of gyre. Right, of like, right. It, ultimately, Yeah, it's like a no. negative feedback loop. I, yeah, yeah. I but pers- I think that's why people get on it initially, is yeah. because they're curious. And they're and, and, I and they first want more did, answers than one article. That's what I did. I them. wanted right. it, and I wanted it fast. Right. And yes, Twitter did that. Right. And now, I just find it. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I it's, mean, just mostly. It's mostly bad. Awful. And except, Ellen, except my except my feed, of course. <laughs> anyway, she, she says uh, I have even started doing meditation hmm. that I haven't done for years. Yeah, I keep trying to get. I was into it for a while, and then I fell off the wet wagon, and yeah. I want to get back. It is helpful. Yeah. It Have is. you ever done it? No, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of a Californian, are you? A bad one. So I left. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, um, I think what's what's. Um, did you see the uh, turnout in New Hampshire? Was no. So what was it? Was it sky high? Higher than two thousand eight. Well, that's good. Right. So like there was all that there was all that hand wringing about Iowa and I feel like, oh, the turnout wasn't high. Yeah, because Iowa takes you three hours to vote and it's a stupid system and yeah. sucks. Yeah. Like Yeah. And also a lot of people, um, I read that there were a lot of people in Iowa that were just of the mindset of, Well, I'm just gonna vote for any dem other than Trump, so why go through this three hours of, you know, um Yeah, you know, process to vote. So um It's insane. The caucus is stupid. Stupid. Well, I think they're pretty much gone. <laughs> Although the next thing up is the Nevada right. caucus. But but uh, I was just talking about it with someone, and uh, it's 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 different than Iowa. It's not as cumbersome in terms I of agree. voting. It's a lot easier for them to vote. You know, here's a list, by the way, of um, all the the primaries oh, goodness and when they occur. Oh, nice. This oh, down nice. here is when you get a chance. 28th, April 28th. I just sent out a tweet. Way down there, when the it'll be winnowed down. That's what I was. That's that's like what my tweet. Well, is. Actually, I'd love to get your opinion. Is that um, do you think that with these early results in Iowa and Nevada uh, and New Hampshire, do you think that PA will play any significant role in in um, in in <coughs> in electing who the Dem nominee will be? Well, my guess is because we're so far down, right. I find it hard to believe right. that things won't have shaken out before they get yeah, here. Yeah, Florida's before us. And like, then all yeah. we get, uh, California's all way we get us. to do is what? Say yay or nay. I was approached the other day um, outside a giant eagle mm. with a. Uh, Which one? Which one? Why? I don't know. I'm just curious. Doesn't matter, actually. Sorry. Squirrel Hill. <laughs> nice. 
What do you mean nice? I don't know. I avoid it like the uh, plague. People hate that one, but I think it's okay. Well, because there's all these <laughs> old, like, it's small, <laughs> and there's always, you can't get, but it, it, yeah. Too crowded is what you're saying. It, it, it makes mm. sense for me often, yeah. the way yeah. I'm coming right. out. Just <laughs> run in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a guy who wanted me to sign a petition Okay. Uh, for, here's something that happens in Pennsylvania. At this, at right now, as far as I know, there are no, n- there's nobody on the ballot yet. They okay. don't get on the ballot until signatures yep. are gathered from, del- from us. Right. And so this guy said, I've got, I'm doing, uh, you know, I, he said for, to get someone on the uh, Pennsylvania ballot. And, okay. I, and I said, well, what do you mean? Why aren't they on it? And he said, nobody's on it. Uh-huh. We all have to do this. Yeah. I said, well, who are you gathering signatures for? Yeah. And he said, Tulsi Gabbard. Ooh. And I said, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> And then I thought later, how undemocratic of you, Lynn. You should always sign because everybody deserves to get on, whatever. And then I thought, no, I don't want right. It's I not undemocratic for you no, to make a choice, a choice on, yeah. on, on who I will sign anybody else's yeah. if you want to. Uh, yeah, she's come probably around. one of the worst, honestly, I think. At least she just seems like the least, she seems the less, least democratic, and I don't, I don't have no idea where she well, stands that's true. on anything. She's very odd. Yes, she's it's extremely odd. Very odd. Yeah, yes. And she, I, it's shocking she's still in the race. Um, I dropped out. Yang dropped out. Just Yang recently. dropped right. out, and, and he also had way more support than Tulsi and also did. Bennett. Right, which who had okay, like yeah, absolutely no support. Makes sense. Um, um, so it's starting it's to narrow Good. down. Thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. But um, I don't know. So interesting though. And if you look at uh, you know Bernie, Bernie and Buttigieg, man, that's interesting. Yeah. But if you if you start adding Buttigieg and Klobuchar coming right. in at three, right. that overwhelms right. Bernie's numbers. Right. And those are two guys seen as more moderate. Right. Which, 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 like, I understand that take, but I also don't at the same time because they're different people, you know? Like, well, if they were off, if, you know, I just don't, we don't know exactly how that's going to play out when it comes down to it. I think the, one of the weirdest things for me, and I was just texting my friend this, is Warren's earlier support, right, when she was doing well. Yeah, it's amazing. When, when she to had see really her good go media coverage. Yeah. When she had good yeah. media coverage. Yeah. And um, a lot of that support seems to have gone to Amy and Buttigieg. And it's like That's odd. Isn't that odd? It's like it's like it's like it's like the people who were supporting her like are or like a large chunk of people who are supporting her, maybe not her like real, real base, were like didn't understand. <laughs> Well, Didn't no, understand it's not her that. at all. It might show that they really don't like Bernie. Right. But, I mean that, but Warren that, and Bernie's platforms are listen, super similar. Yeah, I got to tell you this, but here's, and I was screaming about this yesterday. The platforms and what they all say they're going to do, yeah. it doesn't matter. No, it's so weird. It it's sad. Huh? It's sad. It doesn't Lynn. matter. It's sad that like it's all identity. Like It feels like all of this is identity, like why people pick people, right? It's like... And I don't, and I hate to use that term like identity politics. I think it's a dog whistle, especially towards uh, well people racist, who have but people who have turned my head during this process thus far. I was uh, 
really, when I first saw Buttigieg, I thought, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. you know, because he's right, right. bright, young, articulate, young, yeah. all that kind yeah. of stuff. I was wowed by him. Yeah. Then I got wowed by Warren, mm-hmm. who I had not been wowed by when she was a senator, even though mm-hmm. I like a lot mm-hmm. of what she does. And I'm, I, I was just in Massachusetts didn't. when she went, uh, oh. when she won. Actually, yeah. I, thought I voted for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have too. Yeah. I would have too. Um, and so I've been a Warren person. I've been a Buttigieg person. I've been a. Uh, I have expressed interest in Klobuchar myself. Mm. That's weird to me. You Why? don't seem because you don't seem like that's that's that, that's done like not who you are as a as a here's as who a, I am as a super liberal lefty. You know? I'm not that lefty. You are though. No, here's who I am. Right. Here's who I am okay. in this thing, and here's what I keep telling people: uh-huh. I want to win. Right. So, I I'm going for who I think can. Yeah, but you cha- yeah, but you just said you changed your mind like three times. So who's gonna who actually knows then, right? None of us know. Right. And the pundits don't know. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. So <laughs> They're it's totally up to, useless. It's it's up to each one of us to figure that themselves. I think that's I think a more I I think a more I think a midwestern mm-hmm. more sort of centrist identity right? is a much smarter thing to do. To pull in those suburbanites, so, to pull so, in, to pull in. No, no, no in I have a lot of thoughts about this because I think it's really interesting. Because I was talking to someone in the bar who shared a lot of the concerns that I have heard out in the sphere about Bernie Sanders and about the socialism tag. Like, like he, yeah. the guy, literally said, um, "I'm worried that the socialism thing will hurt Sanders." And and so I, I asked him again, and I just started talking to him. I'm like, "Well, okay, well." What, what exactly about that worries you? You know, and it's one of those things that he like really couldn't explain. A lot I of, can, and a lot of people can't explain. Like what? what I can. Okay. What? It's demographic. What, right. Old it's demographic. People, yeah. Older people. Okay. Have been uh, brainwashed. Okay. For you know forever. That term sets off, and there's. There's this is the saddest conversation we're going to have today, I think, is that if, so we're concerned as a country that older brainwashed people like are going to decide the fate of our of yeah. our nation. Well, who decide? Hey, isn't, isn't that so cynical? No, and, 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 we and, and the people, we right. the people. Right. You got to if you start talking to the people, my God, look at them. I mean, how many millions of them think Donald Trump is wonderful? Yeah, but 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 well, but in the way that people think Donald Trump is wonderful is not because he fit this mo this model of what people wanted, right? Donald Trump is a billionaire New Yorker who used to be a Democrat, right? But what he did is he inspired his base to vote in the same way that Obama inspired his base okay. to vote, okay. right? Because okay, a lot of people could have said, Everybody, we're not, and a lot of people, people did say, people a lot of people did say. That Ber- Bernie, right. who is has some of the same qualities as Trump in that he is a, in terms of leadership. No, but I, yeah, how? He's been a senator for decades. (laughs) Like, I mean, he's not, he's not, I mean, like, maybe in terms of, um, maybe in terms of how he talks, but not in terms of leadership. He's been a senator. He's passed bills, you know? He's passed very few. That's not true. All right. Um, All right. I, I listen. But no, no. Wait, hold on. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I don't want to. I don't want to get. Bernie worries right. me. Right. Um, because of his absolutism. Okay. He does. Yeah. And I, 
I, yeah. He just does. Okay. I think he would have sort of autocratic tendencies too. But but and but, I I'm sorry. I that, that's how I, he. I understand that that's the feeling around him. But none of his time in the Senate and in the House show that actually. He he's he's passed. I think I think he's passed some of the most amendments on conservative bills of like one of anybody in. In, I don't know about Congress. that. Congress, look it up. Like I, I don't know where to look that up. <laughs> Just Google it. It's not hard. Google it. Um, um, but I mean, like, I think a lot of this is that a lot of this race, and this is probably true of every single race, right? Is this? It's all about how voters feel about somebody. And that's true. Then what we do is we get in this feedback loop of emotions that is void of fact, right? So we get in this feedback loop where the guy at the bar says, "I'm worried about socialism," and I said, "Where did you hear that?" Like, where are you hearing that? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. I just heard, like, someone talking about it. And I'm like, that fear about socialism is a right-wing talking point, right? Yep. They have always said that of every single Democratic well, nominee. It, no, they also said it about uh, Social Security, right. about, uh, certainly about Obamacare, oh, about Medicare, about, about all of these programs that Americans love. Right. Every time the socialism, uh, you know, something deemed socialistic... Right. Uh, by the Republicans gets through, it and becomes so, something untouchable because so, the Americans love it. Right, right. And right, so, you know. so that worry that people express, when they share it with everyone else, they're just reinforcing something they don't actually believe in. They don't actually believe that giving people health care is socialist. They don't actually. No one. In, I don't think most, especially Democratic voters, do not believe that free college is some socialist scheme that'll tear down the country. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think if you actually just ask them, void of any Bernie, void of any politics, is health care, is, is a country that gives everyone access to health care, free access to health care, socialist? You know? And it, and amendment, is that bad? Here's the other and, problem. You know? The blurring of the line between socialism and communism. Right. Right, right. So I, it just, it opens up the Republicans to, uh, you know, well, they're, Republicans do what Republicans do, which yeah. is constant misinformation so why and, and fear-mongering. So why are Democrats helping? I don't understand. Because Democrats, understandably, are wrestling with Good at losing elections. <laughs> no, we're well, all trying to figure out, yeah, we're all trying to figure out the best way. I tend, and anyone who's listened to me over the years know, I tend to be pragmatic when it comes to elections. So I might like someone's ideas mm -hmm. better, but I think... But what's pragmatic about sharing fears that are baked in a right-wing attack? Yeah, but whoever this person at the bar was right. had been, okay, infected by right. this. And he's not thinking about pragmatism. Right. He's trying to figure... He's He's... It's right. up to you in that situation. It to, is up to yeah. And I did. And I told you him. Think? And no, yeah. And he, I told him, like, you're repeating a right-wing attack. There's no reason to do that. And he said, oh, I am. Like, why am I doing that, you know? And it's okay to be, you know, wary about a candidate, obviously. But I think it's just, it's, I just think it's really interesting that the chief concern about worry about Sanders is literally the word socialism. You know, it's not my chief concern about him. Right. But I think a I lot of it like is... <laughs> I will. So I will you guys move, are so similar. I tell you, I will. I will. <laughs> I will move heaven and earth 
to get him elected if he's yeah, our he's nominee. He's probably going to be the nominee. Do you think? Yeah, because because he won these extremely moderate states, right? And even as the moderates really started to consolidate around Buttigieg and around Klobuchar, right? I and don't know. Still, I think it's going to... And he still it, won those states. And he now, he, now he gets to go to diverse, more liberal states. And California is, it has a huge role this year. And he's already leading there. I think he's going to do well, even better there. Well, I would have thought that Warren's voters would right. go to him. Right. As you have pointed out, right. it appears they're not necessarily right. going is, which, to him. Right. Which, you know, and the thing is, like Trump... Here's what here's what I like Tom. He has a very intensely supportive base. Right. I mean, these are people who They're, yeah yeah they wait in line for a day to yeah, go see his exactly, rally. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Right. But it's not big enough to win a general election. So that wait, who's is Trump's? Both. Well, Trump did win. Well, he, but yeah, but no. In terms of re-election, a lot of people voted for him who I know are not right. in his base anymore. Right, he's going to lose. <laughs> I'm whatever. <laughs> I just think I just I just think what what and and what I would just want to because I think your listeners are very much in that in in that same boat about ang- anxious, right? There's so many people are anxious, and and obviously, why wouldn't they be? Because Trump is a disaster, and and. <laughs> And and he you know he's worried about that. But oh my, listen to this. Yeah, the old people are being heard from. This guy's younger than me too. I know. <laughs> Tell your young buck guest <laughs> that old fucks will determine the future because they this vote. This is the most this is the most boomer fucking email I think you've ever gotten. Young people who do care are generally in blue states, not in middle America. Um, where do I live? You live in um, Pennsylvania, Purple State. Purple State. Yeah, yeah, Purple mm. State. Mm. Um, I'm a young person. It's so dismissive, you know. Uh, the fight Sa- is generational, by the way, and which is great that we're friends. But like, <laughs> you know, the fight in America—it's—it's it's gen- generational. It's generational. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not I'm, black and white. It's not. Um, it's not red. Well, there's and more blue. than one fight going on. Yeah, but I think yeah. if, if you if you really applied like a like um, a template to everything, you realize that the fight is generational, and it's very frustrating because I don't understand why the older generation hates us so much. They hate us so much. What? Yes, they hate millennials so much. I don't. Yeah, but your generation does. They do. They hate us. That's no. why there's so many articles about how we're ruining everything. That's why there's so many. I know things. it's not true. But why, I mean, my but son do, is a millennial. Right, but why do they I think exist? You're wonderful. But why do they exist? Though? Why do they exist? Oh, just no. you know, crabby it's, 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 old it's, sons of bitches. It's I frustrating. Don't know. Hey, you know? out yeah. of 419 okay. amendments, Sanders sponsored over his 25 years in Congress, yeah. 90 passed. Yeah. 21 of them by roll call votes. Um. I don't know what that's supposed to be. That's pretty good. Here's that's a where, lot. Here's where you heard, by the yeah. way, okay. uh, that Bernie Sanders is the you know mm-hmm. amendment king or right, something. Right. You heard it in a TV ad paid for by the Sanders campaign. Okay, I read it in an article, but I okay, thought, but yeah. is that a you know reliable source? I don't an, know. An article? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, a, I don't. I'm know. a journalist. <laughs> I, I tend to read reliable source articles. <laughs> 
Um, I just think I just think there's a lot of of, of misinformation about how. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, Sanders campaigns, and just 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 to let everyone know. I'm I am very much a huge Elizabeth Warren fan. I will say that publicly, and I was when I was in when I was in Massachusetts. She was the only candidate that was talking about student debt as an issue, which is still a massive issue, by the way. Yeah, my my, my generation is drowning. Like right. we drowning. can't afford to buy a house. Right, which is why do you even want one? Well, I don't personally. Yeah, but right. I mean, like, okay. but uh, but but you know, a lot of my friends you don't do. need a house. Yeah, <laughs> and and um, so so I'm not I'm not trying to say that like I've a, I'm like a Bernie bro or anything like that, but the way that someone campaigns is different from how they act, right? And this was true of Obama. Obama campaigned as a populist. He campaigned as, yes, we can. He campaigned as, democracy is corrupt with money. He campaigned uh, to inspire people mm-hmm. to vote, and it worked. He got black urban people to vote at extremely higher turnout numbers than than we've seen in a long time, and it it, it scared the Republicans so much. They were so mad. That's why they were so mad, because he unlocked a base that no other candidate had been able to unlock. Well, because he was black. And because he was inspiring, yeah, Inspiring. Though. So what? You know, so Bernie's going to... Bernie's going to... Kamala's black, what? too, but she, she couldn't get anything, you know? So what, what vote... Bernie's going to unlock... The uh, youth vote. The youth vote. His, I was going to say... You want to talk about young people voting? If you want young people to vote... You'll have to vote for Bernie. Give somebody who inspires no, them. No, I know. I know. They and, love Bernie. Yeah, and they do and especially not don't not, you think that and not odd? even millennials and not even millennials like a gen z they even love them even more like you know okay well well listen i yeah. i know this yeah. is all this stuff is so i i don't know how it's going to shake out right i'm saying let's as democrats though right we're all fucking democrats i here. just have I'm an just aversion like, to him be, that i'll have to figure on it, some of it because has he's to, like a he's like a millennial in an old person's body no that's well, not it. What is it then? No, it's exactly who he is. <laughs> He's this, like this old crotchety lefty. Look, I that's he you. reminds me. <laughs> that's, he reminds that's me. You, look, he ain't that much older than I am, <laughs> and I know. And you know, he's a Joe. I, I got so much on him. I know him. Right. I just feel like I know him, <laughs> right. and I don't like him. He's a mansplainer. He's a you know. He's 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 a Johnny One Note. And that worries me. A Johnny about, One Note. You what don't even that? know what that is. <laughs> he's a whippersnapper, Johnny One Note. Yeah, you he see? just gives the same friggin' speech over and over and over again. That's that's and how you. That, that's how you. Yes, you have to. But do I that wonder in media. about you how. Have to. I worry about him in terms of. Um, I just worry about a lot of things, and yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't want to trash him. Right. Right. Because right. I he's I take him over Trump. Right. Well, so Heartbeat. and so and so and so my my thought but is he's a, you, you don't have he's to. He's a person who divides. He right. creates division by virtue of who he is. Right. And God, why, I'm so what, sick why of exactly? it. What's I'm the division so exactly? Sick because he's out there and he's viewed by people as out there. That no, no. Creates, I mean, like, but I mean, like, what? Like, but I mean, like, what? Wh- why do you think that? He's out there. Like, what is it? What is it about his his vibe that actually like, his vibe has gives been is, what? No, it's been I'm just out curious. of the mainstream of American politics right. forever. Right. Right. And he's done something amazing. Yeah. In the last two, uh, in the last eight years. Right. Right. And made taken this, I mean, unviable 
politics yeah. and placed it smack dab in in the general election. I think what, that's amazing. Right. I will give him. I right. tip my hat right. to him. Right. But I think America is exhausted. Exhausted. I think and older I think Americans people, are exhausted. Okay, fine. Yeah, There's more of us, though. There you're are. Right, you're right. And we vote. You're right. You're and, right. And, and you're we're right. exhausted. Right. And we like somebody like who looks sort of more that we'll be able to sleep at night a little bit right. better. That things won't be blowing up. So this is what I totally agree. Everything you're saying is true. And everything you're saying is, is right. But I think the thing that the the people the like anti-bernie dems are missing is that uh, the younger generation is way more concerned about like how they're going to get rid of their student debt and how they're going to get rid and how they're going to pay child care my friends in nevada they one they have two kids and and their child care costs are almost the cost of of one person's salary, they no, basically have to work no. two jobs. I know you can't <laughs> afford a house, you can't afford right. children, you can't, you can never dig out from it. It's a huge, huge problem. So I think what we I need think is any that we need solidarity any, from the older generation okay. that will help us. But what does that mean that we have to then support the person that you think will get you? It would be that nice fixed? to at least support the policies. Right, the actual movement that will fix those things. Right now, that is Sanders, and maybe that's unfortunate because a lot of people don't like, or at least a lo- I mean, like a lot of people do like him, but a lot of people there's 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 a good amount of people within the Democratic Party who don't like him. But at the same time, he's not a Democrat. Well, he, right. he has never registered right, as a right, Democrat, right. and don't don't yeah, think right. that doesn't cause a lot of. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it does because a lot of people hate the Democrats. By the way. <laughs> Okay, we got it. We got to stop. Oh, are we We're done? way over oh, time. Oh shit! <laughs> My bad. I'm sparing you from some of the. Um, oh, yeah. You could tell me after. No, I was. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We got real. We got real today, Lynn. Did we? All right. Okay. Hey guys, we got real. I don't even know what that means, but we do have to listen to these young people because, I mean, they're here. <laughs> We're not even young. I'm 33. <laughs> Oh my man, that's young to me, baby. <laughs> young buck. Yeah, you young. <laughs> my buck. my dad had like three kids by this time. I know. My <laughs> parents were done. They did. They didn't even hit thirty before right, they had right, their three. Right, yeah. Right. Anyway. God, whatever. Anyway, bye. Bye. Lynn Cullen live. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.